0: I'm Bear Motter of Lockdown Rams, I'm joined by Landon McCool of Lockdown Cowboys, and this is your lead story. Landon, this couldn't be more of a tale of two different teams coming into this game, the Rams on a two-game winning streak and three of their last four, with their offense looking as good as it's been all year. And on the other side, the Cowboys, losers of three straight, and pressure on Dallas and their coaches to get it right. With the Eagles' win on Monday Night Football, does this make this a must-win game? Is that a fair assessment? And how important is this home game in Dallas this
1: week? Actually, I would say the opposite. I mean, I think at this point, you know, the Cowboys really just need to beat the Eagles to get in. And frankly, you know, I think there is a portion of Cowboys nation that would prefer that they just not bother. I think, you know, there's a there is a, a consensus going on in Cowboys land that they're done with Jason Garrett. They're done with the, the current administration. Uh, And they'd frankly not even be involved, rather not be involved with the playoffs because they they feel like they have, you know, no chance. So I I think that there is, you know, there is a, a must win kind of idea to this because it's the end of the season and they are, you know, playing for a playoff spot. But, you know, numbers wise and in the hearts of the Cowboys, like this is not actually a, a hugely important game. I will certainly uh, uh, agree with you that these are two teams uh, clearly passing you know, in the night, basically, uh, and, and that the Rams, you know, obviously they are in very much a very tough division that it, they need every win they can get to get positioning. So the Rams are playing better. Uh, and coming in, I think with more to to on the line than the Cowboys, and I don't I don't think it's going to make for a very good uh, combination for for Dallas fans. Well, hey, we'll take that if it's
0: not a big game for you guys, because it's a big game for the Rams, <laughs> and it's a must win because our playoff hopes depend on it. And we look at this Dallas team, and you're talking about uh, the effort. There's been you know even looking at it, some really close games this yeah. season, but even as of late, in the last two games, got really ugly at a certain point, and there was. A lot of blown assignments and missed tackles. And do you think this team, and as you're looking at, there's so much talent on this team. Do you think they're starting to give up a little bit, that maybe they feel the same way that you do, that this game doesn't mean as much, and that they also have given up on the coach, Jason Garrett? Have you seen that? What is What's your feeling on
1: the team itself? Oh, no. I, I mean, I, I, let me be clear. All my comments basically are from an analysis uh, uh, a fan side of things. I, I mean, I definitely fully expect for the Cowboys to come out and give – Uh, The Rams, their best shot. I I think, you know, playing at home will be a big thing. You know, I I think these last three games have just been a comedy of errors and they've never they just never got a chance to kind of catch their breath after a a Thanksgiving Thursday game and then another Thursday game. uh, and, And just, you know, they managed to start out the games. okay. it seems like these last two. But then. They had really had problems in the middle parts of the game, and then you know, get, getting themselves into situations where they they have to dig themselves out at the end of the game. So. Uh, i look for the cowboys you know to use all the talk around town whether it's about garrett or you know even more outside there's there's so much talk about cleaning house it's not just garrett who's getting you know thrown under the bus at you know by cowboys radio everywhere i imagine that th- there's a lot of pride in that locker room still and the one thing that garrett has you know done and that's he the reason he's kept his job i think this long is because this team has not really quit on him now I, you know, I think there's been arguments that have been made to the contrary of that, the last two games. Uh, but I think that you know the Cowboys will likely come out and, and give it everything they've got, even though you know statistically or technically this game is not necessarily as much of a must-win game as it is for the Rams.
0: And you're right, must-win game for the Rams is absolutely right there. But there's one player for the Cowboys that may look at this game a little bit of higher value than the rest of the guys. And that's Robert Quinn. As he goes up against his former team in the Rams, he had some really great years with the Rams. A lot in St. Louis and a brief run here in Los Angeles. He was traded to the Dolphins and then moved on to the Cowboys on a one-year deal. I'm sure he is excited for this rematch. Talk to me a little bit about what he's been for that team this year so far, how he's played. And really, do you see him
1: sticking around after this year? I'm getting that question a lot from Dallas fans as well. And I I think that there's certainly a possibility. I think a lot of it is going to depend on who the actual coach is for the Cowboys next year. But, I mean, he came in, produced well, fit into the culture that they have. Uh, I I don't have any doubts in my mind that if they can figure out something and, and the coaching staff matches up, that he could end up back in Dallas next year.
0: Well, I know he was a big part of what the Rams defense was doing a few years ago when he was on the squad. He's going to be going up against his buddies, like in the likes of Aaron Donald and Michael Brocker, some of those guys that have been there. But there's been a lot of turnover as well, so there's going to be some new faces. But this also is going to be a fun little twist in the game, seeing Robert Quinn in a different uniform against the Rams, a team that he was with for a very long time. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this matchup, some of the key players in this game, how they square up offense, defensively, We'll get into that all in the second segment and then look in the third into some predictions how we think this game is going to play out. I'm Bear Moder locked Lockdown Rams, as well as Landon McCool from Locked On Cowboys. More right after this.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the On NFL Scouting Podcast.
0: Wednesday crossover edition Cowboys Rams. We're talking this matchup covering all the things from start to finish. I love these Wednesday crossovers. You get an opportunity to talk with the local expert here on the Lockdown Podcast Network for the matchup of the week. And the matchup of the week is, of course, the Rams down in Dallas versus the Cowboys. And we talked a little bit before the show about the last matchup in the playoffs where we saw the Dallas Cowboys come out to Los Angeles. And, and for most part of that game, the Rams controlled the pace of that game and really how that went. But it came down to a very close game at the end and one that you had to wait out all the way to the very end. The Rams got the run game going and you kind of hope as a Rams fan and someone that covers the Rams that they will get back to that and use kind of some of the same things that we saw in that first matchup. And try to bring them into this matchup and see some success as well. When you look at this game, how's it different from last time compared to this time? And what are your expectations for this game? And, and what is it about this Rams team that kind of gets you thinking about this matchup, whether it's good or bad?
1: Uh, you know, I think you look at the defense uh, for for the Rams and it's uh, an intimidating group. And and I think that, you know, you've seen a lot these last few weeks that they started to play a lot closer to – the. You know, the, the, what was expected of them. And, and obviously, as a Cowboys fan, we have a lot of respect for Wade Phillips. We, we, you know, we obviously remember how successful his defenses were when he was here. You know, for the Cowboys, it's really been about, you know, this kind of unknown, this nebulousness of why is this so hard for us? You know, at times they make it look really easy, and at times they're able to move the ball up and down the field. And, and, and at other times, it feels like they cannot managed to get out of their own way. Um, So I I think for the Cowboys, I I feel like a broken record. But for them, they just need to go out and they need to attack on on early downs. They're one of the best early down teams in the NFL on offense. And where they've had problems, where I feel like it ends up where they live and die is – they spend too much time on first down uh, uh you know running the ball into a brick wall or being predictable about when they're going to run the ball and then manage to have you know the most amazing second down uh, you know efficiency in probably the NFL and then really the game will come down to what you know whether Dallas is able to convert those third downs uh, once they've set themselves up on second down at one point you know, i think they are still the highest converting team on, on third down in the NFL but I also think that the Cowboys' offense is working better when they're not trying to set themselves up for third down. So I think the key for the Cowboys is that they got to attack. They got to, you know, they got to attack on first and second down, not worry about setting themselves up for a good third down situation, and just worry about getting big yards, getting the yards they need, and 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 not just trying to play sequence things to set yourself up for. Uh, uh, manageable third downs actually attacking down the field when necessary taking the shots. I mean, th- that's when this team is at its best when, when defenses are afraid of Cooper and Cobb and Gallup running through their secondary. Um, and, and that's, I think also going to help open things up for the running game. There's th- been this misconception with this team that they need Elliot to, to open up the pass game. They need to run the ball to open up the pass game. I think if this season has proven anything, it might be the opposite. It, 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 that Dak in the passing game is there if they avail themselves of it most of the time. Uh, and when the run game is, is struggling, it, it actually becomes the lagging indicator for this offense. Yeah, you talk
0: about not getting yourself in a bad third down position focusing on just moving the football, not so much trying to force feed Zeke and try to getting into those third and fives and just play the game. And that's one of the things that we saw last week going back to that game versus Seattle is something that the Rams defense did very well, was put Russell Wilson and that offense in some third and longs. And, yeah. and the Rams defense was able to get off the field a lot on third down. And that was one of the keys to uh, their victory. Of course, obviously the offense moving the ball up and down the field at ease at points during that first half. But that defense was clutch and a lot of that had to do with coming up and stopping the run we saw the first time we matched up that Zeke Elliott was held under 50 yards in the rush game and if that is the case again this week and really if you're looking at this Rams defensive front obviously you got Brockers and Aaron Donald up front and the linebackers Corey Littleton's playing out of this world right now but even our defensive backs are coming up and making plays at the line of scrimmage the PFF Rams account put out a tweet that over the last five games among defensive backs minimum 300 snaps Taylor Rapp, the rookie from Washington, his grades rank first in pass rush, third in overall defense, fourth in coverage, eighth in tackling, and 15th in rush defense. So we're seeing it getting done from every level on that Rams defense, and it's going to bring a challenge for Dallas not only Dak and Amari Cooper, but for Zeke. So that matchup will be fun to watch to see how they plan on moving the football on this defense that has been lights out, especially the past five, six games. But as we flip the switch and go to the other side of the ball, and we're talking about, you know, one of the concerns for the Rams is really protecting Jared Goff and allowing this offense to get into rhythm as you're talking about consistency and the different things you saw from the Dallas Cowboys. Well, the same goes for the Rams and their offensive line. But going back to... PFF Rams and another tweet that they sent out recently was talking about Andrew Whitworth and the bounce back that he has had in the pass blocking game. And it's basically a tale of two seasons for him. The first six games, he came in at a 74.4 grade that ranked 34th overall in the NFL. And then the last seven games, he's ranking in at an 88.2 grade that is tied for fourth best in the league right now. So what is your thought on that matchup, the offensive line versus your D line? Who are some of the guys that, as a Rams fan, as someone covering the Rams, that we need to be looking out for in this game that could disrupt this offense that has looked really good in the last couple of weeks, moving the football up and down the
1: field? Well, I don't know what the status is of Bobby Evans, but if he's playing in the game, he definitely needs to uh, watch out for Demarcus Lawrence, who I feel like has been on the verge of a big game for a while. And I, theres he's also one of the guys who's taken a lot of, hits in Dallas because of that big contract that he signed in the offseason. I think that there is a fundamental misconception about how well he's playing. Uh, he's he's still continued to keep up his level of play, uh, despite the fact that the rest of the Dallas defense is shockingly bad. I don't even know how to describe what's been going on with the Dallas defense the last three weeks. It, it just looks like they are completely disjointed with what uh, their normal, you know, play is uh, this is a defense that's built around speed and attacking, simplifying and, and and because of that simplification, being able to play fast, execute, make tackles, rally to the football. That's how this team wins. That's not how this team has been winning like the last few weeks. They've been missing tackles uh, at the linebacker level. They're missing tackles on the line of scrimmage, uh, and they're not gang tackling. So, they're, th- so even when that guy's missing the tackle, maybe in 2018 uh, another guy would come up and finish him off. That's not happening nearly as much as it was previously. I have serious concerns, even with. Uh, the nature of where the offensive line play has been for the Rams throughout the season. I have serious concerns about whether the Dallas is going to be able to stop Gurley at all uh, because they've, they've had real issues with stopping the run. And, and because of that, then it started really opening things up as well for the pass Uh, against multiple teams. So uh, honestly, I, I don't, feel at all comfortable going into this game with this defense. I, 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 have real doubt. I, I, you know, you can look at the pro football focus grades and that's all well and good. And they'll show you a lot of stuff, but I have lost my faith <laughs> in my ability to predict what kind of performance the defense will put out week to week because it just feels like, uh, you know, they, they're, they're doing the things to put themselves in position to make plays but they're not actually making the plays. And and it's been consistently happening for a few weeks now, and it makes me really kind of uncomfortable trying to predict what's next.
0: Yeah, and listening that right there kind of gives you a little bit of hope for Rams Nation as hoping that Todd Gurley can get off to another great performance. You guys talk about missing tackles. Uh, You know, I've had an opportunity to watch some of the Cowboys games as they've been on national TV the last two games, and that's Uh, one of the things that jumps out not only the effort in some of those plays, but the tackling has been poor at best. At best. And something that needs to probably get cleaned up if they want to have a chance to win this game because obviously we got multiple explosive players all over the place. We've seen Tyler Higby step up in production as of late. Robert Woods might be one of the hottest wide receivers in the game right now and a favorite target of Jared Goff. Uh, they're using them as end arounds rounds as well as mm. out as wide receiver. Cooper Cup is coming off a game where he saw his lowest amount of snaps. We don't expect that to happen for much longer. Getting him involved, Brandon Cook's involved. There's weapons all over for this Rams defense. Yeah. So yeah. if Dallas wants to stay in it, tackling is going to be important. Disrupting Jared Goff and that flow is going to be important. But again, on our side, consistency in that O-line is key. And you talked about Bobby Evans. We most likely think he is going to be playing again. The question is with Rob Havenstein and his injury, he is getting better. They keep listing him as day-to-day and and trying to figure out a way to get him back. But if you ask us out here in Rams Nation, we're saying, hey, take all the time you need, my man. Because when he was in there, he was god-awful. We've seen a big improvement since Bobby Evans has been in there. I mean, looking back to last week versus Seattle, Jadevian Clowney. He got matched up one-on-one with him, and it was quiet on Clowney's side. We expect the same coming in this week. But you never know with McVay. He likes to keep these injury reports close to the vest and what he is going to be doing. So we might have to hang out all the way up till game time to figure out who is going to be starting on that offensive line. We're going to talk a little bit more about that on the other side, finish up the matchups, and then get into some predictions. What do we think is going to happen on Sunday? How we think the score is going to go, figure out what this all means moving forward, not only for Sunday, but moving forward in the rest of the season. Lockdown Rams.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Bear
0: Modern. I'm joined by Corbin Smith. This is the third and final segment of the Crossover Edition. And we're talking this showdown that is happening down in Dallas. And if you look at the record, 3-3 three and three at home for the Cowboys. Big stadium, Jerry's World, Cowboys Nation. Do you expect getting back to home, and you look at the record, doesn't show so well, but is there a home field advantage this week? Is this something that might play into the game? What are your thoughts on Cowboys playing at home this year?
1: I think it's not so much that there's a home field advantage, it's just that they don't have the disadvantage of playing on the road. So it's it's not really a, a positive, it's just not a negative. Uh, so, I yeah, I mean, I, I think... You know, the problem with uh generally with in Dallas with, with Cowboys fans at home is that if it's not an ex- it doesn't meet the the threshold of an exciting game, then the Cowboys fans will sell their season tickets, which is terrible to say, but it is honestly the truth. I, I don't really know what to expect for the fan fans this this week because again, like I said, because of the fact that it's it's not technically the you know uh, the the play in you're in kind of get into the season game because there's a general feeling that the Cowboys are playing terribly uh, and that they, they I think that there is a a, a lack of of uh, faith in the Cowboys to, to beat the Rams at home uh, I I I don't know how much of the of Cowboy fandom will show up so it, it could be possible that we'll see a it's Rams house you know and, and whose house Rams house in uh, in a uh, in the, uh, the in Jerry world. So I, I don't, I you know, again, at this point, I mean, I feel like I, I watch the, the Cowboys every day and I follow them every day. I, I'm really throwing my hands up and predicting what's going on at this point. And, and it's going to make it fun when we get to the score predictions, because whether it's the amount of fans that are showing up in the Jerry world, whether it's the whether the defense will show up and actually play performance, you know, that's worth performing or whether the, the the offense can sustain a, a you know a, a level of per, a performance that they usually can show early in games throughout the game, it it's really seems to be a, a flip of the coin, which I guess you know speaks largely to coaching and inability to get consistent performance from your team.
0: Well, something to keep an eye on for sure. And I know we've got a couple Rams fans heading down there that listen to the show. Shout out Billy Adams, actually one of our sponsors of the show as well, Metro Infinity. He'll be down there. He was actually in Arizona for the win, the start of this winning streak. So hopefully he's bringing us some good luck down there in Dallas as well. And as we get back to the game itself, we talk a lot here about three keys to victory and all those type of things. But let's just cut right to it. What is... The number one key for you, if you're going to say one thing is going to get this done for us coming into this game, we need to focus on this. What would that be for the Cowboys?
1: If they could find consistency, I mean, I think this, te- I think these two two teams are actually pretty well matched up uh, talent wise. So I, I, I think if they could find a level of consistency, you know, they have every opportunity to win this game. I, I think I really do believe that. I you know, at times they've shown that they can be the best offense in football. And at times they've shown that they can be completely inefficient and not convert, you know, uh, they, they can get, give him five yards on a penalty and they'd still not convert on first and five, you know? So, uh, you know, I, I, it really is about which Cowboys team shows up. I think if they can play to their, to what we've seen them play before, they can play with some, and then consistently play like that because sometimes they show up early or they show up late, Uh, You know, but they can't, they have not seemed to play a consistent game of football on both sides of the ball, uh, uh, you know, probably this whole season. So if they could figure out a way to finally get that happening, I think this could be not only a, a tight game, but a game that the Cowboys could win.
0: Yeah, and that's the crazy thing you're talking about. The Cowboys have a chance to win, and they should. Just looking at the roster, as you mentioned, these two teams match up as far as names, talent, that type of thing on paper. Looks like this should be a really good one. We talked about it in the offseason, about how exciting this matchup would be and the playoff implications, and now here we are both just struggling to make the playoffs. But if you look at the numbers, Dak Prescott, number one passing quarterback as far as numbers go. Zeke, top five in rushing yards. Mari Cooper, top five in receiving yards. Jalen Smith, number four in tackles. So the talent is there. It's just like you're talking about. The consistency from play to play. Can they get this done? Can they play not only in that first drive, as you mentioned in the last couple of games, that they come down and put points on the board, but they got to play the second and third quarter just the same way to stay in this game and compete. Because real quick, we saw in the Rams game last week versus the Seahawks, they put up 21 points. In the first half, and they were out in front of the Seahawks, and they never really had a chance to come back. And for the Rams, the big key for us, if I had to pick one key going into this game, I think, again, it still goes back to the protection of Jared Goff and that O-line play. So, really, I would say the O-line play in general, because if we're getting good O-line play, we're getting Todd Gurley some holes to run through, we're building the offense that way, and then we're allowing Jared Goff to, whether if we bring him on the move or even just a straight drop back, that if he can get some protection, mix in the play action... That all of a sudden, that's the offensive old that we kind of fell in love with here in L.A. last year. We saw a little bit of it last week and even in Arizona. I think the offensive line is the huge key for us and probably will be moving forward the rest of the way because the defense is fine. We've seen that. They have stepped it up since Jalen Ramsey, even though if you look at the quarterback situation, it's probably... Troy Hill, that's playing better in the secondary as far as our cornerbacks go, but the attitude and swagger and what we brought as far as Wade Phillips allowing to switch the defense a little bit, go man-to-man, move some guys around, you see that this defense has definitely switched on. So as you look back, as we're talking back on this game on Sunday and we look at predictions, talk to me about how you think this thing is going to play out. Score prediction if you're comfortable. Cowboys-Rams Sunday, who you got?
1: Man, I, you know... Twenty four eighteen is the 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 numbers that are popping in my head, and I think it's the Rams. Um, I just I, I I I made a promise to myself two weeks ago that I wasn't gonna uh, pick the Cowboys again, <laughs> because I, you know if anything I I am the optimist for sure, and Marcus is the uh, my 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 podcast partner is the uh, the pessimist for sure, and and we that's the conflict we create. But you know it's hard to to feel comfortable picking the Cowboys and I you know I, I like I said I promised that two weeks ago and then last week I broke the promise to pick the Cowboys to beat the Bears and so I definitely am not doing it this week uh, uh so I'm gonna pick 24 18 uh, uh Rams and I you know I I think that for the Cowboys you know you'll see fireworks they will play they'll I my prediction is that They will be in the game and then out of the game and then back in the game near the end of the game. So I I, I don't really know what the point distribution necessarily will look like. uh, But 24-18 is what I just had pop in my head. So we'll see if I'm prescient there or if I'm way, way off.
0: All right. So you got the Rams winning this one. And you said at the beginning of the podcast that this game may not be as important in the overall picture. So let me ask you before I get to my prediction.
1: Are the Cowboys making the playoffs? I, look, I mean, the only team that looks uh, there, there's only three teams that I, I think are in that kind of realm of man. They just don't look like they want to be here. Two of them played last night, and one of them's the Cowboys. So, I, you know, look, all we have to do is beat the Eagles, and I, you know, there there's a team that frankly I, I think looks like they don't want to be here as much as the Cowboys. So, if they could beat the cow the Eagles, which I actually think they can, because if you look at them, the, the one thing the Cowboys have done is they've beaten the crap out of the NFC East. Like, they've beat up the NFC East. They haven't lost a game to the NFC East. So I have a feeling that the Cowboys can win that game and make the playoffs. Now, is it going to be fun to be in the playoffs and have to play, like, potentially San Francisco or something? No, probably not.
0: Well, either way, that Cowboys-Eagles game in a few weeks is going to be pretty interesting. And, man, I might need to give Philly a call and see if they need, you know, an extra wide receiver. I'm 6'2". I mean, I may only be good for a few plays, but, you know... Might have to show up and see if they can help them out because they could take anybody at this point. It's in it's in Philly, correct?
1: Yeah, it's it's in Philly. It's in Philly. Or if you know, if you could tackle, they could really use you playing cornerback.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. I'm good for maybe six, seven snaps and I'm gonna be <laughs> tapping my helmet and, and asking for a sub and then most likely be <laughs> heading to the locker room with the rest of their wide receivers to say, hey, coach, I think I'm done here, man. <laughs> Uh, but getting back to our game here and the predictions in this game, I'm with you. I, I think this is a Rams victory, and I see it a little bit bigger there. I have it 27-13, uh, really for the sake of this offense has woken up a little bit. We've seen the capability of what they can do, as well as the defense. And in the past six games, they haven't given up more than 13 points, I mean, other than that Ravens game, which was a blowout, and I think really kind of helped this team refocus. But that defense, other than that game, has been lights out. We talked about Troy Hill, and obviously, you know about Jalen Ramsey, the safeties. We mentioned Taylor Rapp earlier and how he's contributing, not only in the secondary, but coming up and making big hits at the line of scrimmage. You, of course, know you got Aaron Donald on the line. You're getting Dante Fowler with, so far, his career high in sacks coming off the edge. So that defense is going to be tough. We saw them really challenge Russell Wilson and make him, not only when he got out of the pocket, it was tough for him to find places to throw the ball. So I'm expecting a similar performance from that defense because, Again, other than that Ravens game, they haven't shown us any other different way that they've played as of late. And and with that offense scoring points, one of the things we talked about earlier was really tough for us was we were getting close and into the opponent side of the field and we were settling for field goals earlier. If you look back to last game, they were finishing with touchdowns. That is huge for this offense. If they can put touchdowns up on the board against Dallas, I think it's going to be tough for Dallas to keep pace as our defense is going to kind of lock them down a little bit. So 27-13 is the way I see it. Landon, my man, I appreciate it so much joining you. I Always enjoy these conversations. Uh, where can everyone find the content you're putting out right now?
1: Uh, yeah, you can follow uh, our account the at, at Locked On Cowboys. Uh, you can follow me at McCoolBCB. Uh, you can follow Marcus uh, at Marcus underscore Mosier.
0: Awesome, good stuff. Go give him a follow. And Landon, I gotta be honest, is your last name McCool? Because that's pretty awesome if it is. <laughs> it, it it really is. Yes, I'll sit. I'll sit you a birthday. McCool, man, that is the McCoolest thing I've heard all day. Uh, And that's awesome, Landon. I always appreciate it. You guys can find me at LA underscore Rambling Bear on Twitter, as well as Lockdown Rams on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook group. Don't forget to go give us all a follow and, and hit subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Himalaya. Leave a review. Let us know what you guys think interact with us on social media, ask some questions. We always appreciate listening to you guys and hearing what you have to say and involving it into the show. So we appreciate you listening. Landon, best of luck moving forward after Sunday. Stay healthy. I can't wait for that Eagles game to see how that division shakes out. Always great talking to you. Look forward to our next conversation, whether that is in the playoffs or in the offseason. Take it easy, my man.
1: Yeah, thank you. Good luck to you too. And hopefully neither of us get injuries and uh, enjoy the game.
0: And with that said, Rams Nation, you know what it is. Until next time,
2: peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.